Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is somewhere in the skies. With Ryan Sprague. I always wondered how this was going to end. that we could live together and I fled I believed I could protect our son and I failed I don't know if any god is listening but I am standing right here I promised you a global contagion Mr. Skinner I'm about to deliver on that promise Why does everybody want my son You still don't understand do you Let's molder I need your help been told to shut you down. What if this is our last good chance? No, no, no! My name is Mulder. I'm your father. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Somewhere in the Skies. I'm your host Ryan Sprague. When I was 13 years old, I was left home alone for the very first time, wanting to not miss a dinner reservation. My parents entrusted me to wait patiently for my friends' parents to come pick me up for a weekly Friday night ritual of roller skating at the skating place in Syracuse, New York. Well, I waited and waited and waited, and they never showed up. Either they didn't want me to go, or they simply forgot me. Either way, I felt dejected and more alone than ever. I slumped down on the couch and flipped the TV on. I began channel surfing when the image of a decapitated head floated and bobbed on top of the surface of a lake. I remember screaming in terror as I'd never seen something like that before. I was scared but intrigued. I knew whatever this was, my parents surely wouldn't have let me watch it if they were home, but I did. The episode was titled Quagmire, and these two FBI agents were sent out to investigate a possible lake monster that was eating people. And that's when I found my new Friday night ritual. Mulder and Scully replaced my roller skates, and from there, I was hooked on the X-Files. The X-Files has played a very big role in my life, both as a writer of television and movies and as a UFO researcher. It was a melding of passions that came in the form of some of the greatest television of the 90s. When the show wrapped up in 2002, I felt content with that part of my life coming to an end and having a bow tied tightly around this X-Files universe. But just like real life, things never end so neatly. 
We received another X-Files movie, a season 10 miniseries, and a full season 11, which is rumored to be the last. So, how did this season 11 stack up? What did X-Files fans who dedicated half their lives to this franchise, just like I did, what did they think? Was it worth revisiting old wounds and creating new ones? Is this truly the end? Or is the truth still out there? I pose these very questions and more to listeners, both of the Somewhere in the Skies podcast and the X-Cast podcast. And I was blown away by the passionate responses I received. So, right here, right now, let's hear just exactly how Season 11 was received and where the fans think we're heading in the always uncertain future of the X-Files. My name is Carl and I'm from England in the UK. Overall, I thought Season 11 was very good indeed and what was so great about it was that it felt like a proper X-Files season. Having 10 episodes to play with meant that 10.13 could really offer an exciting wide range of stories. And I can't imagine someone who likes the series not finding something from season 11 that speaks to their interests. I liked a lot of stuff this season. I I go back and forth, really, on my favourite episode. I really enjoyed episode 2, which was Glenn Morgan's Vis. I really liked Ghouli, Followers, and Nothing Lasts Forever. At the moment, though, I'm going to go for Darren Morgan's The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat, which I thought was just like a dazzling inventive, touching, frequently hilarious look at like nostalgia, the post-truth age, and a lot, lot more besides. And I really do think it's an episode that I can see featuring on a lot of fans' lists of favourites in years to come. Uh, I think my least favourite episode of the season was the season opener, really, Chris Carter's My Struggle Free. And, you know, don't get me wrong, it has aspects I like, it had some scenes I really enjoyed, and I don't consider it a write-off like a lot of other people do. Nonetheless, I don't think there's any getting away from, you know, the fact that it was a cluttered, overwritten premiere that didn't present the series in its best light. Uh, but then again, as any fan knows, indifferent season openers are nothing new for the X-Files, really. So, uh, but in any case, I'm going to go for Chris Carter's My Struggle 3 as my least favourite episode. As regards the finale, My Struggle 4, I actually like this one quite a bit. I thought that, for the most part, the episode was exciting and propulsive. I really enjoyed Mulder's search for William, uh, and I thought that was by far the episode's strongest suit. I thought the episode was well-directed, well-shot, and I thought the action sequences, of which there were a few, I thought they all did the trick. And there were some surprising scenes as well. You know, Barbara Hershey's character, uh, her head exploded, and there were a few things in there that caught me off guard. I think the episode was much less impressive as Scully's last Torado. Gillian Anderson didn't get a huge amount to do in My Struggle 4. And I think this really is regrettable, especially if this does turn out to be the series finale. If the series continues, and this was the last time we ever saw Scully, I don't think it's fitting for such, for such a great character, really. And sadly, I found the final Mulder-Scully exchange on the pier to be pretty unconvincing, this being the scene where Mulder talks about not being a father anymore, and Scully reveals that she is pregnant once again. Uh, I thought it was one of the, the weakest moments of the entire season, actually. Uh, on the whole, though, I felt so. I felt My Struggle Four was a mixed bag, but there was more in it that I liked than I disliked. I have 
no idea whatsoever if we're getting more X-Files. I mean, we have to take uh, Gillian Anderson at her word, I think. So if the series does return without her, it'll be a very different show. Personally, I'm not sure if I would want that to be the case. I wouldn't necessarily want to see the X-Files continue with Mulder, but without Scully. Uh, But I would reserve judgment in that instance. You know, I would keep watching and see how they they handled it. Uh, I mean, I did enjoy the characterisation of William in Season 11 in Ghoulie and My Struggle 4. So, I don't know, I can see some spin-off potential there, but whether there's enough interest to make that viable, I can't say. And whether it'd be any good if it did uh, transpire, who knows. If Season 11 is the end, though, I mean, I'm happy, I think. Uh, The show's going out on a strong season, which I don't think it did the first time round uh, with Season 9 in 2002. I think the revival has been a mixed bag overall. But as I said, season 11 was much stronger than 10, and I think a lot of good stuff came out of this revival, so I don't regret the fact that the series came back uh, at all. Uh, the X-Files was the first TV series I ever became passionately interested in, so it'll always have a special place uh, in my heart. I think it's undoubtedly, you know, as well as being um, a cultural phenomenon and everything else, I think it's undoubtedly one of the greatest shows of all time, and I I doubt I'll ever uh, think differently about that, to be honest. Hello, my name is Sabrina, and I'm from Guelph, Ontario, Canada. The season as a whole had some great episodes. My favourite part would be that Mulder and Scully are finally together after so many years. They also kicked ass and had some great fight scenes. There are some really amazing lines, like when Mulder says, I was just out squatching, and when he calls Scully his homie. I also thought Scully gave such an amazing speech to William in Ghoulie. Aside from Mulder and Scully, my favorite characters in the series are the lone gunmen, so I was excited when they brought back Langley, even for a moment. I found William to be a very unlikable character until the end of the last episode. It was hard to believe that Foxy and Skulls would create such a self-absorbed kid. Overall, it was a good season, but I only had a couple favorite episodes. My favorite episode was Familiar, which was all about witchcraft. It was super creepy and dark and reminded me of a classic early X-Files episode. It was very suspenseful. Don't follow creepy dolls and things into the woods. You'll die. A close second would be the lost art of forehead sweat. It was a funny one. I didn't find Kidding, the AI episode, or Nothing Lasts Forever, anything special. However, it was fun to see Dana and Fox eating sushi and finding out Scully has a personal massager. Hmm. In the final episode, My Struggle 4, we learn that Scully is pregnant. <sighs> I mean, it gives me a really warm and fuzzy feeling, but how can it even be possible? The woman is in her 50s. Uh, I don't get it. Anyways, I like how David's daughter had a cameo in the episode. That was neat. I think the acting was excellent in the episode when Mulder meets William and says, I've been looking for you forever and hugs him. And when Scully is speaking to William, who is disguised as Mulder, and he says, he knows that you love him. That was also very intense. I was also very satisfied when the real Mulder shot cigarette smoky man. Finally. A lot of fans were pissed off about how the season wrapped up, but I think it was okay. 
I want to believe that there will be more X-Files, but I have a sinking suspicion that's not going to happen. Jillian already said she is done, so I think that's it. It's been neat following a show from start to finish. I would watch X-Files on Sunday nights back in the seventh grade, and I was very excited to talk about what happened the next day at school. Now the fan base is far more connected. It's fun to be a part of the X-Files basement Facebook group and read all through the theories and opinions and see Jillian's Instagram posts. I think even though the show is over, it will live on with the fans and we will continue to rewatch the episodes and buy neat art and repeat Mulder and Scully quotes. The best part is being a part of a community that loves the X-Files. Hi, my name is Andrew from Indianapolis, Indiana. Season 11 of The X-Files had some great moments. Uh, It was certainly an improvement over Season 10, a a pretty dramatic improvement. But it is a little bit of a mixed bag for me. On the whole, uh, the return of the series, the 10th, the 11th seasons have been disappointing for me. Uh, The most frustrating aspect for sure is Chris Carter, uh, who openly acknowledges and has for many years that he's making up the story as he goes along, and it's really starting to show. Now, continuity in the show has, you know, always been a bit sketchy, but when you compare the original series, seasons one through nine, the two movies, when you compare that to these revival seasons, the continuity is just really off. And it's frustrating because what Chris Carter calls creativity – uh, his choices to retcon so much of the established mythology and and create seemingly new motives for characters out of nowhere and turn certain characters who are good into evil and play with established you know canon. Um, what he calls creativity is just sloppiness to me, and it almost feels like he's mocking. Um, I feel that his writing has suffered since the original run, while he certainly needed as a as a showrunner, he should have allowed some some fresh talent when it comes to writing the myth arc that we have in seasons 10 and 11. Uh, we did get some good standalone investigations, and we did get some good Mulder-Scully interactions. So for that, I'm grateful. I would say my favorite episode of season 11 is this. Uh, a bit uncharacteristic for Mulder and Scully. It's very action-oriented. Um... And almost doesn't feel, in some respects, like a traditional X-Files episode, but it was very nostalgic of some of the great myth arc elements back in the 90s, and it really did feel like, you know, we're back in the running, and I remember feeling so excited by what that episode brought us. My least favorite would have to be the premiere, My Struggle 3. It's certainly an improvement over the My Struggles of Season 10, but it's chock full of exposition and really does nothing to advance the narrative. One episode that I would like to mention is Kitten, because I think that that is unfairly panned. I think it was a mistake to label it as Skinner's backstory, because fan expectations were high, and we really did not learn anything new about Skinner. I see it as a solid Monster of the Week case that delves into his past, the traumatic effects of the Vietnam War, and even some myth arc, you know, paranoia elements that the show has always done. It recalled some earlier episodes, such as Wet Wired, uh, Season 2's Blood, um, and I really feel like this episode gets some negative reaction that kind of surprises me, because I really enjoyed it. My Struggle 4, the Season 11 finale, possibly 
series finale could have been worse, and that's really that's a small amount of praise, and that's about all I can say for it. My expectations were very low. Starting a whole new myth arcs, uh, you know, Chris Carter seemingly to retcon so much of um, the original myth- mythology of the show is a mistake. You have a very limited nature with revivals. You don't know how long you're going to go. Uh, and very little about how they introduced William, I think, happened in the way a lot of fans thought it would. And, and of course, you're not going to please everybody. And that, you know, certainly it's it's a personal issue there. But there's a lot in my struggle for that just doesn't quite land. You know, for me, it's it's very rushed. There are a lot of frustrating aspects to Chris Carter's writing that comes to a head here. Um, is it the end that Mulder and Scully deserve? Absolutely not. But the fact is they should have been granted their ending some time ago. Uh, I'm perfectly content imagining I want to believe is the end for Mulder and Scully because I think that film is truer to the characters and truer to their journey and where they are in life than anything that we've had since then. So for me, I hope this is the end for the show. Uh, This ending will have to do. While it's pretty implausible to have Scully become pregnant and there's a lot of fan reaction to that, it does provide some degree of closure for her if this is the last we will see of Gillian Anderson. Uh, And I wasn't surprised by it because I saw some aspects of season 11 building toward that big finale reveal. But I think we should let the show rest. We have over 200 episodes, the majority of which are strong episodes that we can rewatch, you know, for all of eternity. And I feel like the show has really gone past its prime and any more would further tarnish the great legacy of the show. It is my favorite show and I am grateful for so many of the episodes that we have gotten. It's one that I love to just plug in my Blu-rays and watch, revisit some old episodes, and I'll be able to do that. Season 10, season 11 does not change that for me at all. And some of those episodes may be ones that I return to as well, uh, mostly the the standalone Monster of the Week episodes. And I think modern series TV owes so much to the X-Files, and you know, we're all the better for it having existed. And I think the best thing that we can do at this point is to enjoy the show for what we have, and there's always going to be new comics and games and things coming up, and and, and that is great. I think for it being on television, I think we should let it rest where it is, and we should enjoy what we have and not risk any further tarnishment of the show's legacy. My name is Bethany, and I'm from Scully's home state of Maryland. I felt the season 11 was a solid season from start to finish. In my opinion, this season was made for the fans. It had all the classic types of X-Files, mythology, dark comedy, experimental, classic procedural, creepy, and body horror. Mulder and Scully seemed like themselves this season, and I felt that their characterization and chemistry was on point. My favorite episode was Plus One because it was strange, kooky, and romantic. I loved Mulder and Scully's chemistry here because it felt old school, but also in keeping with who they are now. I'm a shipper, so the final scene is maybe one of my favorites from the whole series. My least favorite episode was My Struggle 3. The voiceovers were awkward, as were the car chases and the dialogue. The reveal about William being a cigarette-smoking man's son was difficult to stomach. 
After 17 years of believing that William was Mulder and Scully's child, many fans had become emotionally invested in this idea, and it felt like just another way to shock us and pull the rug out from under us. I believe that what CSM did was medical rape, and it could have been handled more delicately. I had hoped that this plot point would be revealed to be one of CSM's lies. I actually quite liked the finale. I thought it was exciting, tense, and full of action. I love to see Mulder kicking ass and taking names while expertly tracking William. It was like a tense action thriller reminiscent of the Jason Bourne or Taken movies. I wasn't too thrilled about Scully's pregnancy reveal. It felt like a story that had already been seen on this show with William. It made me wonder if we are meant to become emotionally invested in this new miracle child only to have the rug pulled out from under us in season 12 when it is revealed that miracle baby number two is actually Mr. Y's child. That being said, I think it can be viewed as a new start for Mulder and Scully so that they can finally have the family that they always wanted. Did Scully get back her fertility that was stolen from her so many years ago? I had hoped that Scully would get back some of her agency by being the one to kill CSM after she learned of William's origins. But seeing Mulder finally blow him away was more than earned, and I really enjoyed seeing it. At least our final scene is of Mulder and Scully holding each other and looking towards the future. If you view all of the My Struggles as one unit or a miniseries, they all connect to each other, with My Struggle 4 being the best of the bunch. My Struggle 1 is from Mulder's point of view. My Struggle 2 is from Scully's. My struggle three is from Cigarette Smoking Man's, and my struggle four is from Williams. Each episode is told in a style that fits that character's point of view. I absolutely think that we are getting more X-Files. I just don't know what form they're going to be in. I still think this property makes money for Fox, so it will be brought back. The X-Files contains an expansive universe of all things paranormal, so I can see that there are more stories to tell. Though, Mulder and Scully have always been the heart of the show for me, so I don't know if I will be watching the next iteration that this show takes. I have been a fan of The X-Files since 1997. I went through great pains to try and convince my parents to let me watch it every Sunday night. My mom hated the dark and creepy stories, but I finally got my dad invested in the show. It became our weekly father and daughter time. So in that way, it has always been very special to me. I found the fan forums and was able to connect with other passionate files. The character of Scully was very influential to me as a young girl, and she encouraged me to never be afraid to challenge the status quo or to speak up and be heard. The X-Files has always had a way of inspiring me by continuing to tell unique stories that are at times thought-provoking and philosophical. I love how The X-Files stimulates my brain with strands of narrative that I am meant to connect. I love coming up with theories, and I love Mulder and Scully, and their relationship continues to be one of the most interesting on television. I never imagined that 20 years on, we would get more episodes, and that they would continue to entertain and inspire me. This is Bruce from the podcast Unfathomable. I am a diehard X-Files fan. To say I love this show is an understatement. I rewatch the entire series every year or so, 
and will always watch reruns I catch on TV. At the risk of betraying my age and my boyish good looks, the show started when I was a sophomore in high school, and it blew my mind. Immediately, I decided I wouldn't be an FBI special agent and a behavioral analyst like Mulder. I started sleeping on the couch exclusively. In college, I put a duct tape X in my window, and my friends started calling me Spooky Bruce after Mulder. I wanted to be Mulder so bad. And yes, I admit it, it was a bit sad. To this day, I still collect X-Files merchandise, like the IWD comic book series, and I'm trying to complete a collection of, of an X-Files card game that came out in the late 90s. To ramp up this nerdiness to 11, since I'm a big fan of tabletop role-playing games, I've even tried to make an X-Files RPG. I swear I do have a somewhat normal life, and I've actually managed to maintain a relationship with a woman. Uh, she's real, I swear, we went as Mulder and Scully to a party this last Halloween. So, take that for what you will with anything I have to say after this. Overall, taking each individual episode by itself, I really enjoyed Season 11. I felt it was superior to the previous season, but I also enjoyed that one. I think Season 10 tried to be too hard like the original series, uh, and as a result, the production felt a bit dated. But the new season, in terms of both writing and production, felt more modern and had an almost feature film quality. In fact, it was a bit reminiscent of 24, uh, for better or worse at times. And the individual episodes of season 11 were stronger in terms of story than season 10, I believe. The updated mythology of either season doesn't quite make sense, given what came before. However, I do appreciate it. The new mythology better represents uh, how conspiracy culture has shifted since the original run of the series. There are a lot of episodes to love in season 11, but picking my favorite is easy. It's the episode Kitten that focused on Skinner, his experiences in Vietnam, and the fallout from it. It's somewhat personal because it's the first episode set in my home state of Kentucky, and for a bit of trivia, it's set in the hometown of WWE Hall of Fame wrestler Hillbilly Jim. Beyond that, it's from this underappreciated category of X-Files episodes. It wasn't a mythology episode. It wasn't a Monster of the Week episode. It's one of those in-between episodes focusing on a government conspiracy. I love those episodes. An example of this is uh, Wet Wired from Season 3, where Mulder and Scully discover a government mind control experiment using cable signals to trigger murderous impulses in otherwise normal people. And we also find out in that episode that Mulder is red-green colorblind. So, we finally got another Skinner-focused episode. I think throughout the series, we only got a handful. But all of them were strong, and Kitten is no exception. It gives us an insight as to why Skinner was so willing to sacrifice for Mulder and Scully, without changing his fundamental character or anything we knew about him before. He's as distrustful of government power as Mulder and Scully, but he doesn't buck the system like them. He rather uses it against itself. And they feature the conspiracy theory that they had never touched on before, chemtrails. The episode doesn't make complete sense at times, but the chemtrail revelation at the end is a fun one and helps bring the entire episode together. Beyond that, I think the episodes Lost Art of Forehead Sweat, Followers, and Familiars will be considered classics. I've never been a particular fan of the occult-centered cases, but Familiar is already one of my all-time favorite episodes. But... There were clunkers in this season. 
plus one with the psychic twins playing Hangman made no sense whatsoever and fell flat for me. At least in terms of the case, the parts exploring Mulder and Scully's relationship were excellent. And Nothing Lasts Forever is one of the worst episodes of the X-Files ever. It was boring, dumb, and the whole thing felt like a script for another TV series with Mulder and Scully lazily tacked on. However, my least favorite episode of the season was the finale. It felt like a collection of missed opportunities. The alternative three slash breakaway civilization plot, uh, the series once again seeming the crib from madman conspiracy theorist Bill Cooper as it did many times, was intriguing, but it went nowhere. We didn't learn anything more about Mr. Y, who he was, or his role in the syndicate before he was dispatched. Which, by the way, was the negative influence of 24. Mulder acted more like Jack Bauer during that scene than he did Mulder. We didn't learn why the syndicate was so interested in finding William all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, Scully knew uh, that he was a key to stopping the coming pathological apocalypse. But did the syndicate know? And how did they know if he's been hidden away? And what was the point of the experiment to implant him inside of Scully? And there was nothing to tie the various conspiracy theories and truths we've learned throughout the series. The episode was not as epic as it needed to be to complete the series, if it is indeed the end. The fate of the world came down to a confrontation at a dockside warehouse? That just doesn't feel right. It wasn't the ending the series deserved. Uh, that may have actually happened in the sixth season. And it didn't live up to the Savior of the World title card. And Scully's revelation to Mulder at the end was just goofy. I will say, though, Mulder's execution of the Cancer Man was badass. Much more satisfying than him being blown up in the Pueblo. And the manifestation of William's powers was a nice nod to Legends of the Greys exploding people's heads at Area 51. Which may be another Bill Cooper story, I think. So while the individual episodes of Season 11 were strong, the culmination of the finale put a pallor of the whole thing. I can't help but to walk away disappointed. Like, devastated disappointed. I don't know where the series is going from here. I don't want a Williams spinoff. I'd like to see the mistakes of this finale corrected, but we've given Carter way too many opportunities for that. I find myself as a 25-year X-Files fan not craving more. And maybe, hopefully, I'll change my mind on that. But hey, uh, agree with me or not, I thank you for this opportunity, Ryan, and look forward to discussing X-Files with you more in the future. Hi, this is Carolyn, one half of Not Another X-Files podcast podcast. Overall, I was very impressed with season 11. I was so happy that we got another season, especially one that had so many fun episodes. Uh, especially the Monster of the Week episodes. <laughs> my favorite episodes of the season, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell you two. Sorry, I'm breaking the rules. Uh, my favorite scary one was Familiar. I just love how the character of Mr. Chuckleteeth was so terrifying. And I feel like he's going to be one of those characters that we bring up in conversation a lot, like the fluke man or like the garbage monster. Also, my 13-year-old sister, like, really enjoys singing that song to me at times, like, in a dark room, and I'm just like, don't do that. <laughs> uh, my favorite funny comedic episode was 
the lost art of foreheads went. I thought that was hilarious. And I just love when the X-Files pokes fun at itself because they do it so well. Um, also, like, the Morgan brothers are my spirit animal. They are both so amazing. My opinions of this finale, I was not that impressed. I feel like if, if it's the last episode of our the season or the series in general we could have gotten so much of a better episode we could have really done a lot better than that i was so sad that this is where they left our characters just sort of hanging out there when they could have really closed the season in a more final and satisfying way for the viewers but you know i also maybe as part of the life of a file (laughs) My hope is that maybe we could possibly get more X-Files stories. I wouldn't mind if they were even Monster of the Week ones. I'm not sure what they we would have in the mythology. You know, but I'm not I'm okay if it's not like through the TV show anymore. You know, there's a lot more venues which they can tell X-Files like stories, so I'd be okay with that. And you know, this show has been a part of my life for so long. I am sad to see it go, but I'm also feeling that it is okay to say goodbye to good things sometimes. I overall was just really happy we got a season 11. I know that there's some things I didn't like about it, but overall it was a really fun and you know, kind of exciting way to give us a little bit more of these characters who we love and seeing them in a whole new light. So thanks again, Ryan. And the truth is out there. Bye. Hi, my name is Adam Silva. I've been, uh, I'm from Denton, Texas, and I've been a X-Files fan since I was eight years old and saw the pilot episode uh, from uh, when it debuted. Um, my overall thoughts on season 11 is that it was a good season. I uh, think it was an improvement over season 10, probably the best season since season 8. Um, it had a good mix of different kinds of episodes. Um, my uh, least favorite episode would be Kitten. Um, I just didn't think we saw anything new in that uh, it was kind of a waste of an opportunity to do a Skinner episode we got some flashbacks to Vietnam but there really wasn't anything we hadn't already been told and honestly it was more effective being conveyed with those his speech in one breath to Mulder uh, than actually seeing some of that um, in the episode Uh, but that said Haley Joel Osment was, was good in it and Mitch Pillage did get a chance to shine with his speech at the end. Um, so it did have at least a couple of bright spots in it. Um, my absolute favorite episode of the season was Micah Struggle 4. I thought it was just an amazing episode in, in all ways. Uh, it, it was just really thrilling and stunning in a way that I don't think the, you know, I've enjoyed the other episodes of the season, but. Uh, this was just sort of a throw. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Right, that we hadn't seen from the show in a, in a pretty long time. Um, the, you know, it was definitely the best of the, of the My Struggle arts, um, probably because it was streamlined a bit into a more personal, uh, family drama, a, a chase, um, you know, to get William, uh, Carter's directing was just fantastic here, top of his game. Um, I mean, again, it was just sort of a thrill ride as far as acting, um, David Duchovny did an amazing job uh, as Mulder here. I, I think he's he's done a great job of, of Mulder all season. And, uh, you know, Gillian Anderson, I mean, of course, there's some flaws. Gillian Anderson, if this is her final episode, she didn't get a lot to do. But, you know, it was what the story demanded. Um, I didn't like Race's death or her whole arc. Um, I mean, it just really was a unceremonious death. Same with Skinner. Um, and the fact that we don't know if they're dead or not, we may never know, is frustrating. Um, and, of course, Cigarette Smoking Man was, was killed again, but we also don't know if he's really dead or, you know, uh, you know, he survived a missile to the face. He can probably survive being shot and drowned. <laughs> so, um, but I thought... Uh, you know, again, I just thought it was great. I thought the, uh, you know, William was really interesting. Uh, Carrie was really interesting what they did with him. And, uh, you know, the ending really set up, uh, you know, both was a good ending to the series uh, with, you know, Mulder and Scully. I mean, with, with you know, the, there's, with the pregnancy, there's a little bit of happiness amongst the all the tragedy, you know, and I think we can safely leave the characters there. I don't, you know, if there's no more, we can, we can leave them there and that's okay. And that's really all we could ask for. And with the final shot of William having survived of coming up from the water, I mean, that sets up for a continuation if there is one. So I think uh, Chris really did a fantastic job of making this both a great season finale and also an acceptable series finale. Um, I don't know if we're getting any more X-Files or not. Um, 
I think that, you know, it's very much up in the air. Obviously, Jillian Anderson says she doesn't ever want to do it again. Um, I believe that's true. Uh, so I don't know if we'll see a continuation of the show as it is now, or if we won't see something until years later when, you know, there's a reboot or, or whatever is eventually going to be done. Um, as I said, I think, you know, I can be at peace with this as an ending after these, you know, the, these 25 years have been uh, quite a ride. And, you know, if there's more, that's great. If there's not, then that's fine, too. And, and again, that's really all we can ask for as as fans. Um, so I think I'll, I'll end it there. I want to thank uh, Ryan for giving me this opportunity to uh, give my opinions on the show. And I look forward to, to hearing it. And, and thanks. Yes, so my name is Sarah. I live in Paris, in France. I have been watching The X-Files for, I don't know, forever since it started um, to show in France. My thoughts on season 11, um, actually, I think it was a very good season overall. It really stuck to the original series uh, tone and atmosphere. The Monster of the Week episodes were so good. I don't know, there is... It was there was just what there, there was in the original series, like irony, the characterization, the humor... Of, uh, through the characterization of the characters, the chemistry between Murder and Scotty hasn't moved. It just didn't change, or it evolved in a way, like more mature, mature. But I don't know, everything about it was pretty good if you put the struggles on the side, obviously. My favorite episode, I, I actually have have to so first of one I loved so much at the last art of forehead sweat so yeah I'm trying to pronounce it very well but it's hard so anyway my favorite I ate my favorite episode was the last art of forehead sweat I really enjoyed the irony and the way it made uh, fun of the of the whole series actually um I loved I don't know, there is, I love that kind of humor, the way, like, model's face on the, on his own kid's body, sitting on the couch, watching a TV show when he was a kid, it was very funny, I laughed so hard, I, I think, I, I watched the episode, like, three times, and I laughed every time, I loved the end, obviously, with the onion, um, giving him the, the book of the truth, and model crying, crying, and Reggie saying that it was all about the journey and I don't know, it was so funny. And it has a whole meaning actually about, you know, false information. Like the Trump-like alien, um, I don't know, the way it was directed, it was so funny. I just enjoyed the whole series, the whole episode actually. It was so funny. And anyway, that was that was my favorite episode. I also enjoyed the uh, followers one because... I just loved the way it was directed, like almost silent, very well acted, very well directed. Uh, everything was was perfect. It it I don't know what it said said about communication. I think it was actually, and I love 
Black Mirror, but it was actually better than Black Mirror in saying why, what, what is communication and what, how we. Uh, there is a sentence in the episode when uh, Mordor says that he, we are not actually good teachers, and I think it says it all. Like robots and technology is just a mirror of who we are. So yes, I really love the the meaning of it. So yeah. My least favorite episode was Struggle 4, obviously. Um, it was well-directed well and everything. Very well-acted by, by very well acted by David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. But the plot and the writing and the dialogue was so bad. Like, to me, it made no sense at all. No sense. It was just... I, I think uh, the first time I just laughed at it because... I better laugh at it than cry at it. It was so just, I don't know, it made no sense. I used to play Mulder and Scully at school at recess with a, a guy, a, a boy actually named David. I was eight years old. I just remembered the episode of Tombs and not being able since then to walk up escalators since he just was crashed, you know, underneath it. So... I had a lot of traumas, so that's how it played a big role in my life. But uh, it played in a way, it nourished uh, some of my um, questions and uh, some of my reflections about relationships and life and gender. And I love that, actually, I think Chris Carter did a thing very good in a way that it didn't put Mulder and Scully in a normative uh, relationship. I think it's a good thing he did. Um, not that people would not watch it, not, not watch the show if Mulder and Scully had a normative TV show, but I think it made more sense with their characterization. I think it made more sense because we were in the 90s and we were starting to ask questions and wonder about gender and about gender stereotypes and about, I don't know, norms relationship norms are they a couple are they not a couple i don't care what i care most about is that they love each other whatever way they do love each other um i am very big shipper of their relationship but not in the widely uh known uh in the not in the widely known of that term if you see what i'm saying um because their relationships their relationship doesn't need to have to end up in a marriage or having a a kid, even though they have one. But anyways, but I don't know. Their relationship is way beyond anything that is normative. I guess I have to say that's the right word for me. Uh, they are way beyond any any labels, any anything that we want to put couples in, and it's what I like about it. Uh, I can actually re identify myself with it. So, yes, and I really love the character of Mordor's. Obviously, I love Scully, but I really identify with Mordor's, with his melancholy, his search for the truth, his need for justice. I don't know, and it is really resonated in me. And it's nice to have finally a character, like a male, male character, playing um, a character that has all the qualities that a woman will have, like believing in stuff, uh, being uh, like uh, being guided by his emotion and stuff like that, and I think both characters really evolve pretty well. They are very 
not very binary in a way because they do evolve and they nourish nourish it nourish each other so yes it's not by it's not that binary it's not that gendered so that's why i guess it played a big part in my life because i don't see life in a binary way so anyway that's it hey guys i'm vance somewhere outside of chicago illinois so here's the overall of x-files season 11 You know, I was rather happy to find out the fact that, hey, the same secret ingredients that was used in all the years past was definitely used again in Season 11. So therefore, that made me happy. I was a bit skeptical at first, but overall it made me very happy, and I was quite satisfied with my fix of The X-Files. My favorite episode happened to be... The last episode, titled My Struggle, number four. And I thought it just brought the relationship between the characters Mulder and Scully to fruition. And of course there was that coagulation between the audience as well. It led to the fact of what my struggle meant in searching for the truth. And it did wrap up a lot of loose ends. Not all, but it did wrap up quite a few loose ends. My least favorite, ironically, happened to be the very first episode of Season 11. That, too, was titled My Struggle Number 3. Actually, it should have been retitled My Mustang, because I felt like I spent 60 minutes watching David Duchovny in his 2018 Ford Mustang and its performance level. I was left rather confused in a very dark film state and not understanding exactly where things were going. I understood the premise, but it just kind of threw me around left and right and left and right, and it just was not my favorite episode. But where I think The X-Files is going, well, without any kind of spoiler alerts, and of course, if you haven't seen it yet, I won't spoil anything for you. But the last frame of the last episode was the emergence of the character William, and I think probably the perspective of the show will be taken from his point of view. Since it was announced in that specific episode that the X-Files itself is being shut down. So it'll probably be a spin-off series from William's point of view in Seeking of the Truth, but we'll see. Last but not least, how did the X-Files affect me in my part of my life or as part of my life? Well, you know what? I was a new dad when the X-Files first aired and played that infamous song that we are all listening to, the Illuminati song. And of course, to watch a live-action comic book series for 60 minutes once a week, was absolutely fantastic and of course it leads you into that fantasy of what if and of course you wanted to play the roles in your head yourself but i absolutely thought that the casting for Mulder and scully was so spot on and fantastic that the two of them have such wonderful chemistry that that just cannot be replaced and when they did replace characters in the x-files yeah it just didn't hold water the same way as it did to see the two originals come back and do the wonderful job that they did. So that's my opinion. You can take it. You can leave it. But thank you, Ryan, for asking me to do this. 
Hello, my name is Anna, and I'm from Southern California. My overall thoughts on season 11 was that it was really good. I really love it. It was very interesting. It had very uh, current information about uh, the X-Files and the world and how it relates to the world. It had interesting twists. It had a wonderful... Uh, choreography and in the fights we have a more action-oriented season we had a lot of interesting uh, new characters we met William finally and, and we saw how his life was it was a really good season and you know from beginning to end I have problems with some episodes but overall I think it's probably one of the best season of the entire run of the show including the 90s my favorite episode of the season was my struggle for. I think uh, the way we finally meet William and see how his life has been since he found out about uh, his mother and also how he's dealing with all these new powers he has, how he dealt with them when he was growing up, uh, the way the episodes was edited, the, the, the shots, um, the, the chasing. It was very exhilarating. It was very good. Uh, I really, really didn't expect anything that happened in it, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I also like uh, that it came for circle to the Erlen Mayer flask uh, with the fetus and the first uh, hybrid we met, Dr. Sicari. Uh, so I think it was really well done. I, I, I still thinking about it. I still find connections to all episodes and to the show's overall mythology. And I finally, with some older shooting, uh, uh, the Smoky Man, uh, which was something coming for many, many years. Uh, and it was very satisfactory the way he finally felt fear before he died. Uh, so it was really good. I really like it. Um, my fa my least favorite episode will be my struggle dream. I think the way it solved the crisis was a little bit of a cheat. And I didn't like the pacing and, and some of the situations were a little bit um, more confusing than they should be. And I really didn't like uh, the long drive Smolder was doing, uh, speaking to himself or thinking to himself. Uh, there were also some other situations and choices that I didn't understood and I didn't like. So, yeah, it was, you know, my favorite episode was the last one and my least favorite was the first one, both written by Chris Carter. Not sure what that says about me as a fan, but yeah, that's the truth. Uh, so I already answered this question about my brutally honest opinion, and it is that I love uh, the finale. I think it was uh, very good. I know it ended or sort of set fire to use a word uh, to the original mythology, but I think it did in a way that it's been consistent to what the show has been doing in the revival, which is... Uh, simplifying the mythology and it ended up with William. William is the mythology now and I think that's fitting in so many ways and so many levels. I do understand that some people didn't like the way Scully reacted to the news. We kind of didn't have a chance to see her react to Skinner and to the shock of the news but I think uh, the intention by Carter was for her to save that moment to, to, to Paul Mulder when he would need to hear these words the most because he just lost her son and he was feeling hopeless. So I think she was trying to give him more hope and also to hold herself. Because at this point, William has met her twice and he has chosen to tell her to let him go. He has chosen to use a fake face. So I think at that moment, she realized that William didn't want a relationship with her as a mother and she needed to make peace with it and she needed to respect his choice. Uh, so it was, I think, 
symbolically well done. I don't think she's over it. I think she's just processing it and she's uh, worried about him and, and worried about the baby, the new baby, uh, and worried about Mulder. And I think Mulder too, they are both mourning the loss of their son or the idea of their son, but also uh, knowing that this is what he wants. And also, uh, I think it's also a new beginning for them, and it's very, uh, you know, fitting the bittersweet of this particular revelation about their family. I think it was really good. I understand uh, some fans has problem with it, but I'm not one of those fans. Do I think we'll get Mox X-Files? I think we will. Uh, Carter is pretty, pretty hopeful about it. And he's been right so many times before that I wouldn't bet against him. I remember watching this documentary about uh, the Green Initiative in the show. And he said that he's hoping that next time there will going to be zero waste. So he's obviously thinking about going back to this universe and tell more stories there. I know there is complications with Gillian uh, not coming back. But, you know, we have had the show before without uh, David. So I think he probably will find a way to work around it. I hope it works and we'll see if we like it or not. But I think that uh, if Carter is confident and confident on his confidence. I'm actually uh, gonna say that I really enjoy the revival regardless of how many episodes I love and how many episodes I have some problems with. I never was completely happy with the original run of the show. There were episodes I didn't like and there were uh, choices that I didn't understood but I still enjoy it. I, I, I'm a firm believer in the don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. This show is not perfect but it's good and I enjoy good things. And I'm happy that this time uh, I have the chance to be online and to have a forum and to meet other fans and discuss at large and obsess about it because the first time around I was in Dominican Republic, my home country, and I didn't have I didn't have a computer, didn't have internet. I only had the, the VCR tapes that I could rent in the video club because the shows uh, was uh, canceled in the original channel. It was so for me this has been a wonderful experience and I can't wait to have more. I'm Andrew from Indiana. Overall, I really enjoyed season 11. I'd say it's probably my favorite since season 5. We had a just a consistent batch of bold episodes that really bore the creative stamp of its producers. Nothing this season ever really fell into rote procedural storytelling, and there really weren't any outright disasters like Excelsis Die either. My favorite episode in season 11 was Ghoulie. I've always had a soft spot you could say, for episodes that start as Monster of the Week episodes before becoming part of the myth arc, like Red Museum or Sign and Zeit. Ghoulie does this very well. On top of being an insightful story about teenage life, and the episode is just filled with beautiful and poetic imagery. James Wong did a great job shooting this, this episode. I also enjoy the portrait Ghoulie paints of William as a character, He's essentially a smart but confused kid with real flaws. He feels like a real teenager instead of just an idea of one. And it's really more honest that Mulder and Scully would love him warts and all than to portray him as some kind of perfect, you know, Stepford smiling son, so to speak. I know his reception has been somewhat mixed among fans, but I think it's great. The X-Files has always zigged when you expect it to zag. And the fact that season 11 continues its tradition so effectively is to its credit. My least favorite episode of season 11 is Kitten. It has some interesting ideas, some good direction from Carol Banker, 
a fun guest spot from Haley Joel Osment, which kind of is in keeping with the series or this season's doppelganger motif, and great sound design, especially in the teaser. But it doesn't really come together as a story as well as it might. Plus, chemtrails are probably too goofy even for the X Files, <clears throat> especially when you shove it into the tail end of an episode that really felt more like like wrong turn style exploitation. Um, Skinner's scene with Mulder and Scully at the end was great, though. My Struggle 4 was flawed but interesting, like the rest of the My Struggle episodes. The decision to structure it like an action movie resulted in, you could say, some rushed emotional beats and probably some restless editing. You can tell certain action beats were stitched together from about a dozen different shots. But it is pretty solid visually, despite that. Chris Carter has a great eye as a director, and Craig Grableski is a very good cinematographer. And the second half, I would say, was was just largely effective and introduced a slate of fascinating new directions for the mythology to go, ideas that are really new to the X-Files and could potentially feel quite different from what's come before. Each My Struggle felt like a summation of the different aspects of the currently existing X-Files mythology, with the end of four acting as a branching off point for a new story. And I think when viewed in that context, now that all four are released, the My Struggle episodes will make more sense, you know, despite the various flaws in execution. I'm not really sure if the show will continue. My Struggle 4 ended in such a way where there are definitely more stories that could be told, but it also left Mulder and Scully in a decent place, kind of like how Existence ended in Season 8 with Mulder and Scully caring for William, but still an intimation of more. My Struggle for's ideas about the human colonization of space, how the world will react to the potential for immortality, and the syndicate's Malthusian scheme is way more interesting to me than Doggett and Reyes looking into the super soldiers, though. I'm pretty satisfied with it on the whole. It's better than the truth as a finale, at the very least, and probably about even with existence, I would say. The X-Files was one of the first stories I really fell in love with. I have great memories watching it on Friday and then Sunday nights with my dad. It's been a huge influence on me as both a writer and a fan of the sci-fi and horror genres, and Chris Carter's mythology really sparked my love affair with ambiguous and highly thematic storytelling. Well, thank you very much for asking me to take part. So, I guess I should give my two cents on all of this, too. Hi, Ryan Sprague from New York. My overall thoughts on Season 11 were pretty positive, actually. As a whole, I thought it was extremely ambitious and unique. The writers and directors really put their necks out and tried new things. Some of it paid off, and some of it was, well, to be honest, pretty damn bad. But that has always been a part of the X-Files. If you were to go back over the original nine seasons, there have been plenty of delicious hours of television. And some rotten eggs that just couldn't be saved. Teso dos bichos and genderbender, I'm looking your way. Anyway, here were my favorite and least favorite of season 11. My least favorite was My Struggle 3. I loved the cold open with a young cigarette smoking man being a part of one of the greatest lies of all time, the first moon landing. We knew we were in for an episode full of deceit, and it didn't end there. 
we were left hanging in Season 10 with a plague occurring to humanity and a possible alien invasion. We find out in this episode it was all a dream, or premonition, by Scully. We then watch Mulder become a drag racer and action star. And then we learn something about Cigarette Smoking Man that we hope against hope is not true and is nothing more than one of his many lies. He is the father of Scully's son, William. This plotline is so asinine and unbelievably shoehorned in that it A, makes me truly believe that Chris Carter is making this shit up as he goes, and B, that he sees no difference between scientific impregnation and medical rape. In such a sensitive time in both Hollywood and America in general, this was a risky move, no matter his intentions with this storyline. And while one part of me thinks he knew that, another part of me thinks he was completely blind and naive to it, and nobody stood in his way. That being said, we wished, hoped, and prayed it wasn't true as we headed through season 11. Would we keep that hope? Yeah, we'll get to that. My favorite episode of the season was The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat. It was Darren Morgan at his prime, tackling current events, a fascinating phenomenon of the Mandela Effect, or the Mingle Effect, as Reggie Something states in the episode. And it gave us some of the best nostalgic moments of the entire series, with Reggie included. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, please check out episode 42 of the Somewhere in the Skies podcast, where I interview Reggie Something, Mr. Brian Husky. We go into great depth of the episode, what it was like being a part of the X-Files, and everything in between. Anywho, this episode touched on many social issues, including fake news, the Trump era, malleable truth, and where we all fit in the greater picture of a cosmic agenda. It was hilarious, and I loved it. Humor always makes us think and leaves a strong impression. And that's exactly what I took from this episode. In fact, it's the only one I still think about from season 11 today. My thoughts on season 11 overall. Here we go. I was left feeling cold, empty, and extremely let down. After hearing that we were getting a season 11 after the extremely disjointed season 10 miniseries, I was excited. I thought they would correct their mistakes. Duchovny and Anderson would get more comfortable in their shoes again, and we'd get some classic X-Files episodes. And to be honest, we did. We got the return of Langley from The Lone Gunman in an episode called This. Again, go back to podcast episode 39 to hear Dean Haglund talk all about it. We got Plus One, which was fun, goofy, and steamy for the shippers out there. We got Followers, which was incredible television and acting by David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. And we even got a paint-by-numbers witchcraft episode, which emulated the Monster of the Week structure to the very last beat. But then we were brought back to reality, that Chris Carter is the X-Files, and his bookend episodes both end and propel each season. So many of us were not looking forward to my struggle for, stating that lost art of forehead sweat, or even nothing lasts forever, were our finales. But as much as we want to believe that, it's simply not the case. Carter is God when it comes to this universe, and you have to let him create and destroy his worlds. And in all brutal honesty, with this finale, he destroyed it in a way I just felt so let down by. 
It was rushed, poorly edited, poorly written, and seen through the eyes of a character we never truly got to know, like, or even really understand. William is a dick. There, I said it. And though many argue he's a teen with superpowers and he has angst and this and that, the things he's doing are beyond teen angst. They're pure evil. And although he uses his powers towards the end to save his father and mother and kills his actual father, yes, turns out that CSM is his real father. Disgusting, no matter how you look at it. I just don't care about William at all. Mulder is left reeling, suddenly feeling empty in life after learning he isn't William's father, even though he never really felt a connection to the kid to begin with, and then Scully tells him she's pregnant at age 50 with Mulder's actual child, and thus the Carter cycle begins again, with our female protagonist serving very little purpose than pumping out alien and human babies to appease Mulder's wanting-to-be-a-father syndrome. It just doesn't click. No wonder Jillian Anderson wants out so bad. She's never been given a fair shake throughout the entire series. There's been some agency sprinkled throughout, but not enough, in my opinion. Now, we're left with an image of a distraught Mulder and Scully with an unknown future, and William still alive. Perhaps carrying on the X-Files legacy in the form of a spin-off show or movie. Maybe. Maybe not. We never know with the X-Files. And, in a way, I respect that. But I also feel like it's time to close those files. Forever. Which they supposedly did in this episode with one line by Kirsch. What else is new? Look, I am happy we got more episodes, don't get me wrong. But I would have been perfectly satisfied if we didn't get a season 10 miniseries or a full season 11. And while many of those episodes catered to true fans, the reality is that we don't own this world. We don't own Mulder, Scully, Skinner, or even the morally smoking dickhead that never dies. Carter does. And while he let us give our two cents every now and again, this entire series was and always will be his. And let's be honest, no matter where it's heading next and in what form, I'm gonna watch or listen or read. Because I honestly believe that somewhere deep down, Carter also wants to believe that his truth is still out there. I hope you enjoyed this X-Files Season 11 episode. I have to thank each and every person who contributed their time, thoughts, and opinions. It's so incredible to know that something you grew up loving in your heart was attached to so many other hearts throughout the world. We all loved and hated this show for our own reasons. The X-Files community is so strong and patient and funny and warm. For those who follow X-Files and not my UFO work, maybe you'll find something interesting within my past and future episodes to glean in terms of your interests in the unknown. And for my UFO listeners, perhaps you'll find that the X-Files played such a large role in the UFO topic throughout the last few decades, and vice versa. It truly was a marriage made in ufological heaven. Either way, remember, the truth is out there. So keep your feet on the ground, but never stop searching somewhere in the skies.
Somewhere in the Skies is produced by Third Kind Productions in association with the Entertainment One Podcast Network. To learn more, visit entertainmentonepodcast.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 